So now I'm alone with this guy, and I'm walking okay. into a meat freezer. Hot, it's so hot. It is. Can we just talk about how fucking embarrassing it is? Cause it's my day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go all the way in, let's do it. Um, Welcome back, girls. I'm Hannah. I'm also Hannah. And this is Hannah You're Yelling. I'd like to start this episode off with just welcoming into the world Trisha Paytas' new baby, Malibu Barbie <laughs> Hackman Paytas. Love. Welcome and congratulations. Welcome. That is so awesome. I just watched her like YouTube video though. <laughs> This is going to come off so judgmental as if I have a child. It was like uh, 48 hours with me postpartum or like whatever. And she was like, yeah, we just like are really trying to like keep her in the bassinet. So she like doesn't get too used to sleeping with us or like sleeping on us. And like we're really just trying to put her in the bassinet as much as possible. And I'm like, I don't think that's like what I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be like holding your child. <laughs> Because she's, like, trying to sleep train the baby, like, moments after birth. Like, she's, like, I'm trying yeah. to, like, denormalize her being with me so that she's fine like, without she me. She literally just came out of a sack inside of your right, stomach. Right, right. Like, I think Give all she wants second. to be is, like, on your chest. Like, I think she just, like, wants to be, like, close to home, but... That's so funny. Yeah. No yeah, worries. Really. No judgment to all the new moms out there. Yeah, Congrats. No judgment. <laughs> We've been putting off our childlessness episode for quite some time now. We're too scared to bring up childlessness because we don't way, know way how we scared. feel about it. We're, we've been testing the waters and we did religion. Well, there was actually, there was a toss up there for a minute over whether we should do religion or childlessness first. And we actually decided that Doing an episode on our views on being child-free would stir the pot more than <laughs> yeah, more. losing our religion. So yeah. we felt denouncing our one and true responsibility as a woman would yeah. be worse than saying we didn't believe in God. So that's a lot to process. It's a tough pill to swallow. I'm sure a lot of ladies understand that. So what we're bringing um, you today is completely in a sideways direction. And we're just going to talk about a traumatizing story time from each of us. And then we're, we're going to dive into um, weddings. <laughs> so when you say it out loud, it sounds fucking clear. <laughs> we're both going to share a very traumatic experience that we had in the last week <gasps> separately, of course. <laughs> And then we're going to dive into things that we want to do at our weddings and things that we don't want to do. It's supposed to be funny. We'll see if it ends up being funny. We'll but see. Seeing as that this episode is probably going to be long and tumultuous, yes. should we just jump right in? I I'd think love we to shall. hear your trauma dump. Um, so basically, this actually relates heavily to our episode today because what happened to me this past Thursday was something that's never happened to me in my life. And that's when a couple walks through the doors of the restaurant that I work at and she's in a white dress and he's in a suit and they sit down and my manager comes up to me and said, they just got engaged one mm. hour ago. I, mm. I almost like, this is the most VIP stage fright. The stakes are so high for me. I walk up to the table and I, my heart is beating so fast. I said, guys, I know this is a big night for you, but this is a big night for me. <laughs> I've never served anyone who has been recently engaged. And this is, I mean, she knew that she was getting engaged too. The girl is in a white tool dress, head to toe. Yeah. The nails yeah. are done to the nines. Oh, she's absolutely gorgeous though. And so sweet. And he's so sweet. And they're just so in love and so happy. I send them free Aww. champagne. I send them free dessert. Talk them up, talk them down. We're having a wonderful evening. And honestly, it was just, it was so, so, so special. Like, I'll remember them for the rest of my life. That was Aww. like, I hope, I hope that they had a good night. Cause like, I had such a good night serving them. <laughs> Also, keep in mind, I have absolutely no idea what she's... Like, she hasn't told me this. Oh, yet. yeah. I, I have not told her this story at so all. So I'm, like, flying by the seat of my pants, right. just like you guys. She, she doesn't really know what to expect here, and it's going to take you by surprise. Because no, I definitely am surprised. I, this is starting off way too happy. It, it is later in the evening. I would say okay. we're, we're nearing 10 o'clock at this point. There's a group of three that comes in. 
there is a, a young man from Ireland who, and then there's a couple, like I would say probably in their 40s. And they tell me that they've just, and they do continuously use this word, that they have kidnapped him from Ireland and picked it, like, I don't know if they met at the airport, if that's what they were trying to tell me, or if they were just in Ireland and they flew here with him to show him Houston. I don't know what the situation was, but he was here on their accord and they were giving him a tour of the city and they drove 45 minutes to come to my restaurant because they thought it was like the best in town and they wanted me to like give them a good time basically. So they sit down. They tell me this whole- Also, I'm sorry. You're taking a boy from Ireland to Houston, yeah, fucking Texas. right, and he—they want him to be impressed. They want him to be very impressed. Yikes! So they all sit Yikes. down, right? And they ask for the sommelier. I send the sommelier over. They're picking the wine. I say, "How are we doing? Would we like some appetizers?" And they said, "No, we we actually wouldn't like some appetizers. We would like you to take us on a tour." And I said, "I do have like five other tables, but absolutely no problem. Let me take uh, about fifteen minutes out of my day and just like show you where we butcher the meat." So fuck. So I said, no problem. Let's go on the tour, seeing as you've come such a long way. And as I'm getting up to go on the tour, the couple says, "Uh, we've already taken the tour. So just him. Just him. Just this man from Ireland. (laughs) So now I'm alone with this guy from Ireland. And I'm walking into a meat freezer. And Mm. I'm like, actually starting to not feel super safe. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would like like someone else to witness me around all of these knives and this man completely alone in a butcher shop at 11 p.m. That would be like really good. So flag down my manager. He is coming with us and he he decides to take him actually into the fridge. And we're actually we're just touching up on all of the meats at this point. Oh. Like it was kind of the whole thing because he just he ke- he really kept asking for more is what he kept asking for. Mm. Sits back down. How old is he? I would say he's probably almost 30. So like late okay. 20s. Okay. Um, so sits back down. I'm, I'm serving him. I'm serving the couple that has just gotten engaged. I'm also serving this man who is by himself, orders a very expensive bottle of wine just for himself and a very expensive steak just for himself. And the man falls asleep at his table. <laughs> and all of my tables are like, is he having a heart attack? <laughs> and I was like, let me go. You're like, no worries. Let me go check. Let me go check. Between let me give you a the tour. tour and yeah. then I'll I'll do CPR and then I'll exactly. get back to you exactly. bitches. And then I'll get the... back to you to get the appetizers in. So let me just go check and see if he's having a heart attack right now. So I go up to this man. I say, sir, are you all right? <laughs> sir? So I'm getting louder and louder. Sir, Shut are you all up. right? No response. The man Shut is... Up. Snoring, babes. Oh, he's I thought you were going to say dead. He was like just asleep and like would not be woken up. So like uh, similar to death, I would say, you know. Yeah. So then I'm going to get my manager. My manager is like waking him up. It's kind of a situation. Also, TABC, if you're listening, I wasn't the one who sold him the bottle of wine. So period. That is not. <laughs> um. Anyways, so then my table of three. This man, who's from Ireland, he looks at me and he says, I want you to come out with me tonight. And I said, uh, that would be so silly. And I am actually <laughs> working tonight. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm actually in a uniform and I will be here working and closing down the restaurant. So no can do. And they kind of just keep pressing me about it. And then they start to go on about how they own some yachts. And the other gentleman invites me to come work for him on his yacht and the woman there is there to cooperate is that how you say cooperate it's not conglomerate she's there to conglomerate that he Mm -hmm. is a multimillionaire and that she goes on all these yacht trips all year round and like I'm such a they love me they love me they're eating me up girls they're eating me up (laughs) They're like, the customer service, it's so good. This is exactly what he needs on his boat. And you'd get four months of vacation a year. And then he's like, but you could come work on my boat. And I'm actually looking for something romantic as well. And like this and that. And so it's like, do you want to work on his boat or do you want to work on the billionaire's boat? And it's like, 
this whole conversation about this and that. And then he gets up and he says, he grabs my hand and he was like, come with me, come with me. And I was like, they're in the middle of their dinner. Like they haven't paid or anything. No, no, no. But he wasn't even drunk or anything. Like I, I had maybe given him like, he had had one glass of wine or something at this point. It was just so awkward. Like I got up and then I like shook his hand and it was like, (laughs) it it was so weird. It was so weird. And then he was just like, I just think you're in his like little Irish accent, which honestly, this is so cute, period. And I was like thriving (laughs) on this attention. But he was like, I just think you're so cute. And like your little, he goes, your little blonde locks and your dimples and like this and that. And he was like complimenting me and this and that. Oh my God. Anyways. Wait, okay. Can I ask? So who, who has the yacht? The older man? They both have the Irish man. They both have yachts. Oh, shut up. Okay. Yeah. They both do have the yachts, but one was the Irish guy was looking for something romantic and the other guy was just looking for an employee. Okay. So I was thinking there were trying two methods here and, um, they eventually get up and leave because I do tell them that I have a man at home that is waiting for me because that's the only thing that would actually shut them up. I mean, they, they did kind of ask me like one more time, like, please come with us. Like we're going out. And I was like, no, can do. Still closing down the restaurant. They leave. The couple that had just gotten engaged that was eating right next to them. As soon as they leave, she gets up and she was like, what is your name, sweetie? And I said, Hannah. And she said, they were trying to sex traffic you. And I was like, do you really think so? And she was like, absolutely. I actually know so. And I'm going up on the balcony with this newly engaged couple. I'm taking pictures of them. And she is so dreadfully concerned for me. She is telling me that I need to have someone walk me to my car, that she has seen this before, that she has younger sisters. She's trying to be protective, that she knows what's going on, that this is the kind of tactics that they use, that they like wanted me to work on this boat for them and they wanted me to come out with them. And he was like coercive. They wanted me to to like get me drunk. They wanted me to like do all these things. And I'm trying to explain to her that I... Even if there was a threat, like I'm so incredibly like protective of myself that I seem a lot more like giving than I actually am, if that makes sense. I was like, I needed like their tip and they were like basically throwing money at me at this point. So like I was kind of keeping it up. But like, obviously I am aware that there's like, I was like basically trying to explain to her that there was no way in hell that I was going out with them. There's yeah, no way in yeah. hell, but like You're it's like, hard. You're like, I'm not gullible like that. I'm not going right. to jump on it. Not to say that people who get stuck. But it looks like gullible, I, I would like, because I'm yes. like, oh, another night. Like, I don't know about tonight. Like, you know, because yeah. I'm trying to still like string them along to, to pay my yeah. rent. So anyways, it was just, she was gravely concerned for me. She was praying for me, giving me hugs. It was just, it was a wild so, night. It really was. Do you think that that was the truth? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I still did have someone walking to my car. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, okay, because I feel like on TikTok and stuff, like sex trafficking has kind of been like very hot topic. Right. Like, but is it like a viral been talking about it? Sensation? But then I've also, I've heard a lot from like the, I watch like SVU and then I also like, you're like, I watch SVU, so like, not, not research. Not to say I'm like super researched or anything, but I also listen to the SVU podcast and like, they always talk about like the actual crimes yeah, that these are yeah. based on. And like, there's a huge misconception that like, they just like pull a white woman off the street and like, that's really not what sex trafficking yeah. is. Like, it's a lot. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's not what we say it is on TikTok Mm -hmm. that I think that it's just like that fear mongering like yeah everyone's getting sex trafficked not to say that women are not constantly in danger of men like that's absolutely still a reality but I just think that I don't know and I she sounds kind of like the type of woman who's like I don't I I think I'm making a lot of what it was is I think she had watched a few too many TikToks but I also (laughs) think it was good to be aware of and I think he was also so serious about me actually going to work on this yacht. Like, I do worry mm-hmm. that, like, what if I was single and I, like, did think that this was a good money opportunity and I could travel oh, yeah. the world and have four months off a year and, like, you know, like, I could have, I could see no, how I would have fallen for that in another situation. Yeah. And I, that no, could I'm have been, I could have been vulnerable to something like sex trafficking, yes. you know? Yeah. So like, I'm glad yeah, that she said something. Like I, I would never oh, hold yeah. that against her. I was, I, I was like girl to girl. Like, I'm so glad you said something. Like, I will be really careful. Like also don't worry about me. Cause I, 
am already aware that this stuff happens, but, you know, I'm glad that she brought it up. Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely, that's like, it's sweet that she, even sitting at a different table post getting engaged. Post getting engaged. She's like, we have to take care of other women. Yeah. She's like literally got engaged is trying to have a romantic steak night dinner and she's like, also, we need, our waitress is getting sex trafficked right now. And the waitress yeah. was me. So, Also, absolutely the, like, I think what they did was weird. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Talking about kidnapping a man who's just there. Yeah, I didn't get the relationship. Also, I didn't. Anything that's, like, too good to be true is too good to be yeah, true. Like, yeah. I, come work on my million-dollar yacht and right. also be my wife. And then like, he just what? kept giving me money. So like, oh really? <laughs> yeah, and then they you tipped me, out. and then like before he left, he was like, "Here's some more for you." How much was it? I don't even remember how much they tipped. Like, I I want to say they probably tipped like thirty percent, but then he gave me like two extra twenty dollar bills. Like he gave me one during dinner, and then like one whenever he was leaving. Mm, so, hot. but also. I was like, if you're going to invite me on your multi-million dollar yacht and like you're boasting all about this, I don't want you sliding yeah, me 20s. I want you sliding tip. me hundreds. Yeah. Like a, sliding me a $20 and being like, you deserve it, queen. Like go buy yourself something. Like what the fuck am I supposed to do with 20 bucks? Yeah, don't flaunt your fucking 1% like reality. Maybe yet another sign that they really were sex traffickers though. Mm. True. I also like have heard that like, having a woman around right because she was reassuring if it was just those two men I would have been so alarmed but she was reassuring me and she was like that's how I got in this situation like I just happened to meet him and like now I live the most luxurious life and like we're so in love and like we just cruise around to like all these different places like we were just in Ireland Mm -hmm. we were just in such and such you know like so that sounded creepier and creepier yeah I don't know scary stuff girls scary stuff that is scary. I know. She just texted me and she was like, dude, I almost got sex trafficked. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, what is going on? She, was, she was like, like please Honestly. elaborate. And I was like, I'm going to save it for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, we always do this to each other. We're always like, the fucking craziest shit just <laughs> happened. Wait till next Thursday. Wait till like, next week, bitch. It's so unhealthy, isn't it? <laughs> and what you texted me was you mm. said, I just saw my dad. And then I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Because like this one I couldn't save. I already had to tell her because this one was actually fucking bonkers. But what I want to hear is I want to hear it again. Mm -hmm. So this week I wanted to go see my little brother's football game. And so he's he's on the JV football team. And I went out with my mom for dinner beforehand, and then we drove to this Austin high school in the middle of Austin and watched their football game. And as I was walking up to the stadium, there's probably like 200-ish people So this is there. the beginning of the game, too? Yes. The game has like just, just started. Okay. And as I'm walking up, I lock eyes with my father, <laughs> who is 15 years estranged. <laughs> And I literally shit myself. Like, on scene, have, diarrhea girls. On, on scene. Sight, I shit myself. <laughs> well, because I've, I've had this. Were you like, like, I'm seeing a ghost right now, though? Like, did it, you have what, that? Honestly, what I'm most surprised with is how quickly I recognized him. Really? Like, I always thought that I was going to, like, not recognize him if I ever saw him again I mean, and like yeah. I just was so shocked by how much he looked like my dad and how quickly it was like I didn't even see his full face and I was like that's my dad I'm probably within like six feet of him and I'm he's sitting in the front row and so I'm like the fuck I feel like I'd be screaming that like that is not a real person because I would I, be <laughs> like if I saw my dad out wandering in public I would be like thinking that I was hallucinating yeah, no, that's honestly, yeah. So I turn, I gasp for air. I'm literally like, <gasps> and I turn around and I grab Nathan who's behind me. And I was like, we're going, we're going, we're going. Like I was freaking out. And he's like walking and he's like, the fuck is going on? And then he turns around and he comes, he like whips his head back to me and he goes, it's not him. That can't be him. That's not him. And I'm like, King, it's him. It's him. Check again. <laughs> he's like, 
what is he doing here? We're both like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my on? God. And he's never so met we, your dad either, right? No, oh yeah. Nathan's in the dark yeah. on this shit. So he's like, and he kind of looks like the pictures from like you as a baby. That's fucking Yeah, he's weird. like, oh my God, I see the resemblance. Should I <laughs> shake his hand? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck's going on? The other thing that was so unbelievably shocking is that like he does not live in Austin. Like he doesn't live here. He lives in Colorado. Last time we like knew what was going on with him. So it's not only it's like, what the fuck's going on? But it's like seeing your teacher outside of school where you're like, but like outside of school in another country, seeing in your another teacher. universe. Like, yeah. So I was like, who? And you're is like, Miss Cots, but it's your dad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm sitting in the car, like figuring out what to do. Of course, I call my other brother who understands the trauma and he's like, holy shit, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna go say hi to him? And I'm like, no. And he's like, you should. And I'm like, well, you're seven hours away. Of course you're you would like, say you that, do it bitch. then. Yeah, I'm okay. like, you do it. You do it. We're we're actually laughing so hard. It was like such a funny conversation. <laughs> I like honestly, this is the best part of trauma, <laughs> is that it just brings you together. So we're sitting here laughing our asses off. And then my mom comes out, so we're having a powwow in the parking lot, being like, What's going on? And then she tells me he's dying. Which is so awkward and frustrating. That's so <laughs> awkward for me. <laughs> uh, uh, I, so then he's he's dying, right? He has a heart failure. And this is a lot to hear, but it's also kind of like we expected it because he's been having a lot of heart issues. And I've just heard through the grapevine. It's not like we like chat right. by any means. I honestly like have not spoken to him since I was like eight or something like it's insane and so he says the reason he's here is to see chris like basically implying like one last time watching him play which also like chris does not know that he is there yeah so we assume that chris doesn't know because he didn't say hi to chris and chris is on the football field chris is like later he's out here playing he's playing his game okay he is on he is on his shit so we're thinking like, okay, Chris doesn't know yet. Anyways, the game ends and my dad really wanted to see him. And we were like, honestly, I think this is a little bit too much. Like if you really want to see us, like you can see us tomorrow. So he's leaving Saturday morning, like super early. Keep in mind, guys, he came down from Colorado. Another state. Another state because he's dying to see my little brother play one last football game. Unannounced. And unannounced he has not spoken to any of us he doesn't know what team Chris is on he doesn't know like he had to find out all this information through like I I don't even know how he would do that like I guess through like the high school website and like look at rosters and stuff but like do millennials even know how to like work a computer I don't know I don't know so he has to figure all this stuff out he's sitting there he's watching my mom decides like hey like honestly this is too much for everybody like you if you want to see people like you need to shoot a heads up maybe like a text you know just 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 a a little text like he has our numbers he's texted us before I actually texted him on his birthday because he did have a heart attack and I felt very bad about it and I said (laughs) you know I'm very sorry and strange father has a heart attack maybe a happy birthday what is the protocol like who whenever whenever my estranged father was having cancer I took him to his colonoscopy (laughs) And then I didn't see and him for the next a, three you're years. you're such a queen for that. Yeah. And there's just not a rule book there's for not, what you do with a dying, terrible father. There's not a father. space for that. There's not space for that. And that's why me and Hannah are friends, because we've created that right. space for ourselves. So anyways, um, Matt, my other brother who lives in Lubbock, he's like, well, shit, if he's dying, do I need to drive to Austin? So we're sitting here like being like, well, do we need to see him tomorrow? Like one last time before he dies. My mom's kind of like the in-between limbo. She's kind of texting him being like, do you want to see your kids? Like, they are willing to see you. Like, kind of this whole thing. Um, He says, yeah, sure, I'll see him. But I'm I'm actually busy after 5 (laughs) p.m. So we're like, okay, King. With your other kid? Yeah, like, who are you seeing after 5 p.m.? I thought you came to say goodbye to at least Chris. I mean, who knows about me and Matt? Because it's not, not even Matt, like goodbye. I'm not going to be your dad anymore. It's like goodbye. I'm like going to be not on the planet anymore. Yeah. So I'm. we're kind of like, okay, well, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. This is like so Matt funny. literally goes, it's so fucked up. <laughs> this is Matt so goes, fucked up, guys. This is like beyond <laughs> fucked up. Matt goes, well, can he pull some strings? <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, can you, like, maybe move some things around and see us after 5 p.m.? I work a full-time job. Matt has to drive seven hours to see you, Could you, you like, so fit seeing your kids into your schedule before you, like, I don't know, pass time. away? Like- Could you just, like, fit us in? <laughs> Damn it. Also, like, we are feeling, like, so, like, shit. Like, we don't even really know if we want to see you. And now we're, like, having to, like beg you like right right so he's like okay fine I can see them after 5 p.m my mom goes okay great like text them like plan it with them and we kind of leave it at that and like Matt goes to bed and he's like okay like if he texts like I will leave tomorrow morning at like 5 a.m like I'll like come home and like see you guys and stuff we wake up the next morning he never shot us a text and he never texted us and then he just left on his plane ride to go back to Colorado (laughs) crickets crickets girls can we just talk about how fucking embarrassing it is to like feel bad for someone who's dying and then they they literally leave you you again they ghost you again you ghosted me like what that's so insane so embarrassing anyways (sighs) He, like, knows shit about my life. Yeah. And it's because he fought, probably fucking listens to the podcast. Like, Dad, if you're listening, can you just actually fuck off? Because <laughs> you really do not get to listen to this. That's fucked up. And I'm just annoyed that I felt bad for this <laughs> Let me not say that, actually. That was a little harsh. Um, I just feel bad that I... <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> oh, it's complex, girls. It's complex. It's, it is. Um... But yeah, so it was so awkward. Anyways, and anyone like, put your finger down if you... If you- <laughs> <laughs> One final letdown. So yeah, it's... I feel like if you ever come at us for like us being mean to men on this podcast, like this is where we're coming from. Can you from. just like get it, guys? It's also like is- it's consistently been an, a men issue. It's not, it's not a one time at a one place. It's a. It's, it's your been own. multiple times, multiple been multiple places. He's dying, but he had to let you down one last time. You know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I was ready to kind of let water flow under the bridge. Sure, I was willing sure. to let some things go. Sure. I was like, it's okay. You Drive know. the knife a little deeper. Abuse That's is totally abuse. fine. It's absolutely fine. And totally. then you wake up and he still doesn't text you. Uh, also, this is obvious. We're obviously joking, but like it is serious. I'm not, I'm not, I'm bringing light to it because it is funny and also right. fucked up. But like, but I'm genuinely, I don't want you to think sorry. I'm a cold hearted beach bitch. Right. I mean, beach on the reels girls. It really sucks to not have a dad. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to suck even more whenever they're dead. Sorry. Also, I'm I'm like hella having a freakout. Do you not feel like we're super oversharing right now? I think it's okay. I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I just like wonder if it's like, is it gonna make people uncomfortable? Girls, if you're uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Like, rate, and subscribe yeah. if you're uncomfortable. Likes, comments, and engagement. That's what we do it for. Okay. Um, yeah, so those are our horrific stories from the last week. Um, just to keep you guys updated, be transparent. You know how it goes. I would say yours is about, just about infinitely worse than mine. That's okay. <laughs> and next time yours will be infinitely worse than mine. And that's why we Oh, I can't wait for the pendulum to keep on swinging. <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to transition into weddings. So we're just going to hash out the yeses and the noes of a wedding. I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned. Actually, I'm more than concerned. I'm also I'm almost assured that I will be offending people in this next segment. Are we? Are so you're gonna dog on some people? I mean, I'm gonna dog on things, but well, that's fine. Just say you're ready to be dogged back. Oh, absolutely. You guys, I want a caricature artist in a hot dog stand at my wedding. Take a gander at me, okay? Oh my god, I can't believe that. That's so. All right. Why don't you just start with your first no? So I think the first thing I'd say that's not going to be at my wedding is my dad. <laughs> and <laughs> Stop! Stop! That is not my choice. I felt the like timing, we were the timing. It's funny. The it's timing. funny, right? Oh my God. No, I'm just kidding. Hannah. 
It's so dark. I'm kidding. It's, I mean, it's, I'm kidding. Um, no, I think honestly, more truthfully, like I want to walk down the aisle by myself. And Are you having a veil though? Who's lifting the veil? Who normally lifts a veil? The dad, which isn't that so fucked up because then it's like the That's dad is like weird. seeing your virginity like, before you give it away. Veil you. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Yucky. Fucks. No, I, I think I might have a veil. I really wanted to just be dramatic as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. If I do have a veil, maybe I'll unveil myself. This shit like, gets me psyched. Gets me so gets psyched. Me so, psyched. <sighs> so that's something that I will definitely be doing. I thought about having my brothers walk me down the aisle, but I'm still like, it's still fucking misogynistic. Yeah. Like, I want to do it myself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do it myself. 100%. So that's my plan. What about you? Oh, I'm walking myself down the aisle. Absolutely. Hot. It's so hot. It is. But it's like. I haven't. There is no other it's way. Also, There's no other way. True. <laughs> it's not only do I not have a dad, but there is no other way. So. So let's think about this though. Like, I, honestly, I feel like this is so easy for me to do because I don't have a dad. But like, if, if you, you did, did have a dad, would, would you have him walk? Because I'd probably, I'd feel bad it's for him. It's so I'd hard like, to yeah, imagine having like aisle. a beautiful relationship with a father figure. But like, maybe I would yeah. enjoy that. Because I also, I had a stepdad at one point. And I remember we talked about this and like, I remember feeling an immense pressure to like, let him do that, even though I absolutely did not really want him to, but it was kind of this thing of like, it means something to him. So I guess we'll do it. So like, I bet you if I had anybody, any man in my life that was like a father figure, I'd let them just walk me down the aisle because it's for them. And that's absolutely not what you're supposed to be like. Right, because it's for them. It's like your dad, it's giving your dad a special moment, but like it's your yeah, wedding. what the fuck? What the fuck, If, if you have a weird dad in your life or just an average dad that just doesn't necessarily need a moment to shine, you don't need to let him walk you down they the aisle. They had their and, own and wedding. Yeah, if you've never been given that permission, like honey. It's okay. Here is your permission. You don't need to do that. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think the first, the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to cry. And I'm going to cry <laughs> the entire day. I'm not going to yes. be, I even, I think about my wedding girls for five minutes in tears, in mm-hmm. absolute tears. I know I'm going to be crying all day. So I'm not, I'm just not going to yeah. worry about my makeup. I'm not going to worry about my hair. I'm going to worry about having a good ass time. Like I'm not, also, I'm not concerned at all would it be with how I look. To have a picture of you bawling. Right. That's it's always be the so man nice. bawling. It's going to be so nice. Me crying. Absolutely gorgeous 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 that's gonna be gorgeous i'm gonna be crying all day that's my plan so that's so fun i hope i cry a lot me at your wedding i'm tears girl oh my i'm gonna be suffocating i'm gonna be snot yeah i'm gonna be drowning in my own boogers literally oh i can't wait okay i think something i absolutely am having at my wedding is a shit ton of ray lamontane oh he's an artist this yeah. shit better put everybody in tears. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't listened to Ray LaMontagne, honey, take it, get a glass of wine, go into a comfy chair, like a cozy mm-hmm. chair, and listen to this man. He will tell you in every way possible, I love you without saying the words oh. I love you. And it is just the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to dance to the so song. Beautiful. It's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be I honestly so think good. it's... It's gonna be so beautiful. I'm gonna listen to, Sh- or we're gonna do. Sh- I almost thought you said Ed Sheeran. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's literally on no, my nose Ed list. No, no Ed Sheeran. No Ed Sheeran. No, absolutely not. Um, no, Shelter is the song. Oh my god. By Ray Montaigne, and it says for our first Stop. dance. I think it's so sweet. It's, it's so basically sweet. about like loving someone and just taking care of them. And it, I listen to it so much. When me and Nathan were really going through I'm it, so crying. just and me too. And then um, right when we kiss at the Shut altar, up. we're gonna play the song "You Are the Best Thing," oh. and it's like this, like it's it's, it's such, such a good, good like song, walk out song, you know? It's a walk out, it's a walk song, out, and there's 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 trumpets, and it's just fucking it's like, good. Let's and get this shit started, you know? Let's get this shit started. It's gonna be, and there's gonna be confetti. Oh, yeah. Who knows? It's gonna be beautiful. Okay, you go. Okay, um, uh, on the music grind, I think let me stick with mm-hmm. that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. over my dead and lifeless body, will you hear Uptown Funk at my wedding? <laughs> no. You don't vibe with that? Shut it down. <laughs> Uptown <laughs> Funk has had its wedding moment and it's 
done. And on that note, um, is there any DJs out there for hire that would merely be a a specimen? A you could be a sim at my wedding. I need no skill because what I'm going to present to you will be my fully curated five hour long playlist that I need you to play in direct succession. Song by song, like there is, there will be no creativity on your part. There will be no uptown funk. There will be no Ed Sheeran. There will be exactly what I choose in the order that I choose it, but I won't be having one of my family members be my employee on my wedding day. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about, let's get right in, How do you feel about that aspect of the DJ? Um, I think maybe... Because that's my biggest fear. Maybe what we could do would be an open mic moment. Because what I trust more than a DJ is my own family and friends. So I think think if there was a mic and there could be just an open mic and then like maybe I'd be like we need to get everyone on the dance floor, which I, I don't expect me needing to say that at my wedding because yeah, of the people God, that I no. entertain. But exactly. I, I think if there was a moment that there needed to be like, let's get ready to party. <laughs> I think, I think I could employ one of my own. I know. Like, I don't want the, like, like honestly, nothing about a DJ really like it's bad. It's okay. bad vibes. How else can you it's say it? Really it's really bad vibes. vibes. And it's like they I don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. They're there for their like 450 and then they leave. They don't know you. So when they're like the perfect couple is coming, like they don't know like you. Like you said that last weekend and you're going to say it tomorrow. So it's not special. Yeah, and I think it's just awkward. But like I like the aspect of like at night if we were like – DJing, like if we were like right. full blown club vibes. Yeah, DJ turn and it up. And then right. the like you DJ want is is so called turning it up. That's when I want to. And be that's there. why I don't but, want just a playlist playing on speakers. And I do want there to be an aspect of like someone is pressing play and th- there's an overlapping some, yeah. of the songs. Maybe we get a little mm. on the you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's there's an I aspect of that. But there doesn't need to be, you don't need to be skilled, you know? No, you just need to do I what I that. fucking tell you to do. Because it's my day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no it. creativity. I love it. I know. Like, I really want, like, I want all the things. I want, like, this is obviously not what's happening because this would be, like, an arm and a leg financially. No, but, like, you, it's what your I want, wedding day, girl. Yeah, but I'm not about to dig myself the biggest fucking money And hole. why not? Because I also want a house, My another dog. I, I was saying, initially I feel really? like, I think, oh, you should save money on your wedding. Girls, if this is once in your goddamn life, which I think you should go <laughs> into it with the mindset of it being. At least believing it in the blow first place. Blow it. Blow it. <laughs> blow your spending. Blow your savings. Blow your yeah. budget. Who the fuck cares <laughs> it's gonna be a good goddamn Money isn't night real it's back and forth I go back and forth what was so your thing I, about the DJ though let me hear you out oh I was just gonna say that like I want all the things I want the little quartet with the fucking oh, cello yeah. when I walk down the, the aisle and then I want absolute perfect band with a trumpet and then I want it to transition into mm. a fucking DJ turn it up yeah. on the dance floor and then maybe like, like I maybe like a, an, an evening in three parts you do a classical band you do a yes. big band then I you want do the a jazz DJ. singer I want the oh, whole the fucking thing because music to me is so oh, important absolutely and, and that's what I was gonna say is like I kind of touched on it but like when I walk down the aisle I literally want it to be the most dramatic, gorgeous silence. Yeah. Like I want, I want this moment to be for me they're, and less they're about getting up. people. They're getting up in their seats. Everyone's well, looking at I, you. No. So that's what I was going to say is like, I don't, it's not that I want it to be like, everybody look at me. I literally want to like curate this moment in my head as like a core memory mm. where like, the music that is playing is going to be the most. And like you could play that same song on your deathbed and like you would think of that And it moment. will take me it will right take back. You back. Yes. Yeah. 
And I want it to be between me and Nathan. And I want it to be like yeah, us yeah, just yeah. staring at each other as I walk down the aisle. I, I don't want to think about anything. I want it to just be me and this fucking gorgeous ass song. And when I hear it, I'll know. Yes. But I just want it to be like creating a core memory. Just me alone walking towards the love of my yes. life. You know? Absolutely. That's the dream. I love that. Thank you. I think going oh. along with that, I also think I don't want to do a first look. I think I want the first look to be me walking down the aisle. Because mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there, I'm here for the drama girls, you know? It's the first time yeah, you see you in your dress. That. It's a, it, the emotions are running, you know? Yeah. That no, would I'm be so good. That would be so mm-hmm. good. And then it's like you have the first look and then it's like, all right, well, like, I'll see you at the altar. But like, we got to part ways. See you down there. Yeah, like, see it. Ah, uh, not as romantic. So no, not for yeah. me. Are you going to have a videographer? Absolutely. Really? Okay. Are you not? I don't know. I've been going back and forth, but you just made me think maybe I absolutely need to. Every single person that I know that has gotten married that has not had one said it's the thing that they regret the most. And everyone says that they have gotten married and has a videographer says that it's the thing they cherish the most. So absolutely, I will be getting one. I'm sold. Doing, doing. Uh, What about you? Um, None of this pre-written vows. None of this man and wife. I, I mean, none of the like oh, pre, oh. Le, none of the traditional vows. Sorry, pre-written. Oh, yes, fucking pre-written. duh. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. obvious. But like, I will be having a poem for you. I will be singing yeah. a song. I will be doing a dance. Yeah. I will be dancing. I will be, be having not dancing. only you but the entire audience be falling in love with the way that I love you. You know, yes. it's it's gonna be emotional. Yes. They're gonna be crying. And then whenever you do your vows to me, I'm going to be crying. Ooh, I'm going to put in work on my vows. Yes. I've already kind of started writing them and we're a year and a half out. Oh, like, same. I've start, I started writing mine years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? That shit will put you right to tears. Straight there. Love. Straight there. Something that I'm not going to do, and this might come as a shock, maybe to you, but to, I think all other people, but I'm not going to have bridesmaids. Fair. I think... That because I'm having such a small wedding and because I'm asking so much of people to come all the way to Italy, I think that's anybody fair. who's there is already very, very special to me. And also it, because it's so small, it'll be such a small gathering that if I had all these people standing up with me, it would be nobody in the audience. Yeah. I think it's just going to be like me and Nathan standing up there. Um I'm obviously still going to have a maid of honor. I don't want to tell you guys who it is. I'm having one. It's kind of like a secret. It's a secret. You guys don't know her, actually. (laughs) No, but I don't want anybody, like, standing up with us necessarily. Maybe, I will think we'll still do pictures and stuff like we have, you know, bridesmaids and stuff. But I just don't think that it would be, like, I want everyone to be watching and, like, seeing it. Because it would be taken away from, I think. Um, but like you think then, like the girls will still be like getting ready with you and like yeah. oh yeah it'll be the whole fucking shebang. right just not it just like the traditional be. pictures and, think, and the dresses and the yeah yeah yes I think it's just like not like the traditional bridesmaids also for y'all that don't know Hannah is having her wedding in Italy which we've talked about briefly in other episodes but just in case you didn't know oh yeah I guess we this have, has yeah. already been decided. we're gonna have the whole fucking bridesmaids deal it's just not gonna be yeah. like the standardized way um I and this one is so controversial and girls do not get offended here this is not I'm not gonna have a registry not gonna have a honeymoon fund not gonna have a donate your cash and put it in the little jar nope nope no you're gonna have nothing I my one exception is that I think it would be fun to have a registry and fun to have people get things for you that are one of a kind and that will make you but it's also like also I love surprises I do want wedding gifts absolutely I want a shower I want the I want the nine yards (laughs) but I think I want people to give me one of a kind items 
that means something to them. And whenever I have it in my home for the rest of my life, I'm immediately going to be like, they gave this to me. Whereas I feel like Mm -hmm. what wedding, wedding registries have become nowadays is like, here's my Amazon wish list of like things that I need for my home. Like here's some Tupperware and here's also a little like a knife or two. But it's like, I... I'm not going to be buying you like a $12 colander. Like, are you going to be thinking about Mm -hmm. that in 30 years that I gave this to you for your wedding? No, Mm -hmm. I'm a very sentimental person. So I want you to give me like, it doesn't have to be a million dollars. Like that's other things. People will ask for like a Dyson vacuum, which like that is so nice. And like, if you're in a financial place where you like would really appreciate greatly for someone to buy that for you maybe that's a different situation but like I don't want Mm -hmm. someone to buy me a vacuum for my wedding I want you to buy me a teacup uh, a platter (laughs) that I will use every Christmas and that my kids will put Santa's cookies on and I'll always know Mm. that the Smiths gave me this at my wedding and I'll cherish it for the rest of my life and I don't think that's something that you can put on a registry so I Mm -hmm. I think I'm not going to have one and I also is this too far to but say that it would – I do consider it very tacky to ask people for money whenever they're already putting out to be at your special day. Yeah, I feel – it's like I feel the same way, but I also feel like I think it's the alternative of kind of what you're saying where it's like you don't need to buy me a colander. If anything, I want something towards like a beautiful experience. I, which think, I think those it's experience just kind of a, gifts are cute. I do – yeah. Special or I think honor, whatever, for those experiences. But I absolutely do not want to be Venmoing someone for their yeah. wedding. Like, that's like, I think just me, it feels just tasteful. I would absolutely do it. But I also, I also I realize that that is privileged. And like, it's because I would have money to go on a honeymoon if I got married right now. So True. it's like, if and I didn't have money have... to go on a honeymoon, yeah, I'd probably want to ask for money straight up. Also, I think the traditionalism of asking for things for a house is because traditionally you don't live exactly, with someone before you yeah. move in and then you move in. And so it's like, yeah. I have all the things I need for a right. house because we've been working towards that for years. Like, You've been living good. together. You have, and, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you have the silverware and you have the Tupperware. Like there's no reason to create a Target registry to like buy a suitcase. Like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's materialistic. Yeah. And I think it's it's kind of capitalistic too. Is that even a word? But like America wants you to make a wedding registry because it keeps the mouse wheel turning. Whereas would (laughs) I want you to craft me something. I want you to burn it into wood. You know, I want you to sculpt (laughs) something for me for my wedding. A portrait of me naked drawn with by you in charcoal ink <laughs> yes that would mean something i'm, I'm literally me. writing this all down i'm like trying to remember i feel like i yeah i was never gonna have a registry just because i was like these people are coming so far for me like that's already the biggest gift yeah. in the world so i just yeah but the more you say it i'm like yeah i'm like with you on that it is interesting though that we literally do like venmo requests right. and it's very expected weddings. and it's accepted but i I think we just need to think a little harder about if it's tacky or not. Yeah. For like my engagement party, I had so many like adults ask like, where's the registry? And I'm like, what? What? Like, I'm just happy you're here. Like, I can't even believe you came. Like, Like, I cherish your presence. (laughs) I don't need a fork, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Um, And I think I'm going to be kind of on the hate list for this, but like, I hate... The, like, car. Really? Like, <laughs> the getaway car? I, I, fucking, I fucking hate it. Why? The idea of spending money on a car that isn't mine for a few hours How are hours you going to get away so, from your wedding? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fair, fair. Like, anyway, I will, like, you can drive me. Yeah. Like, I'll, like, Uber. Yeah. Like, I don't care. The idea of getting in a car and having, like, a cute, sexy photo in a car no, that isn't I agree. mine feels so And it's like you're probably me, paying like, upwards of, like, $700 to have this vintage car. And this photo shoot is, like, maybe three photos. Yeah, and I guess I just also feel so... It's like not my car. It's a prop. I'm putting up a a picture. It feels, that's exactly, it feels like a prop. It feels like going when you're like in the mall and your parents take you to go get pictures done in the mall and you sit next to a stuffed animal that isn't yours. It's not mine. 
I don't know. It's not natural to me. I also don't give a shit about cars. So I think like some people might like care a little bit more about that stuff and be like, it's a really cool antique car. Like whatever. You the know. other thing, the other thing that I literally have down is I will not be leaving. <laughs> like I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be For one, for oh. one, we're all in this, like we're getting an Airbnb. We're all like, sleeping we're in the same at the Airbnb. bed together we're that night. We're staying there. It's so, not, it's, yeah, the like, situation is not like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Like I'm going to be the last one oh, there. Oh, 100%. If I need to be on Adderall, girls, I will be staying till five in the morning. If I'm on fucking cocaine, it's fine. Like, we're doing doing it. it. No. We're making the night as long as it can possibly fucking be. Yeah. And I I, I still want to do the, like, all the fun stuff with, like, the sparklers and stuff. Like, I want a level of... Sure, sure. I was thinking, like, fireworks. Because, like, why keep it to sparklers? Like... Yeah, let's go let's fireworks. Let's go fireworks. Be dramatic. Yeah, so it would be. I won't be leaving. Uh, okay. One of mine, this kind of goes along with having no dad, but no parent mm. dances. Mm. It's weird, guys. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's it's actually incredibly sweet, and I do wish that I had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, that won't be happening. No, like, what do you do? Dance with your mom? I mean, I do feel like the the groom and the mom dance is a little odd. Because it's like, under what other circumstance? Under what other circumstance? It's a little bit of... And, and the, the, that's my issue, is that the song... It's a little Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is, is that the song is so long. Does it need to be an entire song? Can you not dance with your mom when the DJ is blasting? You know what I mean? Like, why does it have mm-hmm. to be this curated moment? And then this is going on with my other point of that. I will not be having a first dance before people eat their food. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to go. So it's going to be like Play everyone has the meal of a lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone, someone goes on the open mic. I'm thinking maybe you. And it's like, everyone get the fuck to the dance floor right fucking now we have an absolute slapper an absolute banger of a song come on so everyone is like having the time of their lives i'm thinking maybe we go to three three to five songs we are all just like at getting gnarly you know and then all of a sudden the mood the mood changes a little bit there's a beautiful slow song that comes on this is our first song Everyone gets in a circle kind of around us, you know, but maybe they're also mm-hmm. dancing too. But like, obviously the focus is on us. Cause like first mm-hmm. dance virgins, mm-hmm. you know, that's the vibe. <laughs> so we're dancing together. The pictures are being taken, but it's, it's a natural moment. There's yeah. not people sitting in their seats waiting for the choreographed yes. twirl. That's not going to be the yeah. vibe. It's going to yeah. be the, you're in the center and everyone's dancing and it's the most, you know, the perfect song is yes. on. And no one's like looking directly at you, but also they are, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're perfectly fine with it going from something like, say, Nicki Minaj's <laughs> super bass to something a little bit more I, I think, yes, because like, it'll, it'll be, be okay. 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 Especially if it was like... a. The song was slightly country. The song was, which I am okay with, actually. You're going to do country. I don't think I okay. will do country for the first dance, but maybe we could do some other I country. I don't know what, what I'm trying to curate here. I'm like Nicki Minaj into country, into that one song that I... Well, I think, no, I well, what what I think you could do is it could be like Nicki Minaj's super bass, and then it fizzles out a little mm-hmm. bit, and then maybe there's like a... A simp. Ooh, a, yes. A, yeah, a, yeah, just yeah, yeah. A, and then everyone's like, wait, what's going on? And then boom, you're And that's hits. why I'm hiring the DJ. And then everyone's like, Exactly, yes. exactly. And then all of a sudden, it's the most beautiful song that you've ever heard. Everyone is just, they're so in love. And, and more than everyone else is in love, I'm in love. Exactly. And I think the other thing that's very important is with the eating, I think that everyone needs three glasses of wine oh, in yeah. them 
and then we right because like, it's, it's always to too premature. Up. It's like, always so it's way premature. Too premature. And it's because the venues want you yeah. to get the fuck out. They want out. you to but be like, done by well, nine thirty. But who's no, done? We need to eat. Oh, we're dinner party. dining. We're going back for seconds. And then we're we're drinking, we're eating, and then it's like, oh my god, here comes the music. And then everyone's this like, song, fucking this song ready. is really good. This like, one's mine. Yep, exactly. So good. Okay, so what do you? What is your feeling on speeches during the meal, though? So. If someone got on stage and talked about me, <laughs> I, I would just, I mean, that is the highest, highest, highest. I think we're like lucking out because we don't have a dad though too. So like, it's not going to be too long for anyone. And they also won't have just sat no. through a religious ceremony, which like would have been an hour. Like this is like probably like my gay best friend is going to be the officiant. So like, it's going to be short, yes, girls. It's going to be short and sweet. We're Good. doing this We're going to be doing easy. it quick. Yeah. Yes. And I want, like, I think if people are eating and there's, like, I think a speech is amazing. I think that I want it to feel like a dinner party. Mm -hmm. Like, that anybody could say what they want to say. Anybody can get up and say something, even if you're just someone who was invited to the wedding. Yes. Something that I absolutely will not be having is favors or anything with our names on it. (laughs) No. No. Not only is it tacky, it's borderline revolting. (laughs) Yeah, let's go all the way in. Let's do it. No, I think, I just think that like, it's so expensive and like nobody, nobody is taking the favor with them. No one cares, And being like, I'm going to place this thing that says the Smiths on my fucking fridge or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I'm not It's also like while you're drinking your drinky drink. And you're on your seventh drink. Are you going to look down and be like, what a cute fucking napkin. I hope they spent $500 on this because it is adding to my experience (laughs) of this night. No. Exactly. It's a bar napkin. No. You don't need a koozie. You don't need a napkin. You're going to be okay. I think you're going to be fine. You're focused on me. You know? Are you doing film photos? Yes. I think part of my thing was I think we're hiring three people. Colson doesn't know this just yet, but we are. (laughs) <laughs> There's going to be a film photographer, a wedding photographer for the digitals. So film film yep. photographer, digital photographer, and videographer. And I think there's kind of a popular thing where it's like, oh, I could like have my bridesmaids do the film photos or I could have so-and-so do this and so-and-so DJ and so-and-so do the cake. And so let's mm-hmm. stop hiring our family members and friends. Maybe let's have them. Oh, I have so much Maybe to let's say. have them attend our wedding. I don't know. What do you think? I know. So I saw this TikTok once that really rubbed me the wrong way when I first saw it. But now that I've been actually planning a wedding, I'm like really completely rethinking. But it was this TikTok that was like, the wedding is for the people you're inviting. Like, yes, it's obviously you can be a bridezilla up until the wedding. Like you can have your moment. I get it. It's very stressful. It is about you. It absolutely is. And that definitely means like you do not need to be like, making sure your mom is like happy with your wedding dress or like things like that. But to an extent, you have to understand that like if you are inviting people to spend a whole night with you or evening with you, and in my case, a fucking week with me in Italy, I better be showing them a good ass fucking You are hosting. And that that means fucking alcohol. That means a comfortable living space. Like that means a lot of shit that you need to be doing because like, Time is valuable and people's experiences are valuable. And like, I just very much am like, you don't get to make your family like do shit for you. And same, like, I've always felt that way with bridesmaids. Like even making them pay for a fucking dress. I'm like, that's too much. That's absolutely too much. And I do agree with that actually. One of my things is I think my bridesmaids, I think I am going to have bridesmaids, but I want them to wear whatever they want. I want, I want you to pick out your dress and you to be hot and like, I can approve it, but I'm going to approve anything that you also, feel you good in. you get to pick in, you know? what you feel yeah. fucking good in, right? Okay. I went back and forth on this one. I actually, mm-hmm. I don't know how Colton feels about this, so maybe I'll surprise him on the day. But I do actually like the smashing the cake in each other's faces. Really? I, I think okay. it's kind of, I don't know. I kind of like it. I think it's traditional. It's it, it has mm-hmm. to be organic, obviously. I don't think it's something you can pre-plan. 
Mm-hmm. One person has to be in the dark. See, I I don't know. Like, I go back and forth because, like, I feel like I think that the pictures turn out cute and stuff but like I don't think I would feel comfortable with like if I have my makeup done and like I am trying to look beautiful if like I have cake in my face like I wouldn't feel good about it and I feel like the in your dark thing like if a man pushes cake in a girl's face that she just spent $150 like getting done up I think I'm taking it into account that I will have been crying all day and right, it, it does – yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, if it happens, it needs to be at the very end of the night, which yeah, I guess yeah. along with cake as well. Like, I don't give a fuck about the cake or the or the bouquet toss or the garter or the any of the mm-hmm. – it's out the window, girls. If you want dessert, go mm-hmm. slice it yourself. Do I want a cake <laughs> topper and, like, a really cute vintage cake? Yes. But, like, it's not going to yeah. be, like, I – it's something that I seek out and I absolutely bridezilla need. Same. If if there Same. happens to be a cake food fight, how cute, how endearing. But if if no one yeah. eats the cake, that's perfectly fine. I don't think it needs to yeah. be like a DJ, it's cake time. Head on over oh, to the yeah. cake table, guys. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. I would also love if it was like we had a little cake, but like there's a different dessert, like affogados mm. or like something like fun like off just interesting could we right like it would just be like fun because that would give everyone a little boost too right a little espresso and it's like bitch we're just oh that would be so good get fucking ready so good yeah and it's kind of like where people are coming around and just giving them to you it's not like yeah oh there's cake like if you want cake wait in this line it's like no bitch i'm handing you an affogato Eat this while Either you stand choke and get it down on the and start working, <laughs> yeah. or like leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a perfect night. I do have two more yes. questions for you. One is, how do you feel about kids no. at weddings? None. Die. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Hard no, I. It was in my list. Hard no. Hard no. Um, I think that they can be chic, but I think they need to leave by like dinner time. Like, if they were, like, no, super cute walking no, down the aisle. No, because no, the parents would be it. leaving with them. And if if the parents are people I that get you that, want at yeah. your wedding, then the kids aren't it's coming. shitty. They can come yeah. to the shower. Okay. To the bridal shower. They can come to the couple's shower. They can come to the rehearsal so dinner. We, we hardly have any kids. They can absolutely come to the rehearsal what? dinner. They will not be at my yeah. wedding. Mm-mm. How do you feel about, about like, ruining your dress at the end of the night? Like, jumping in a pool with a dress on. Like, are you going to be super sentimental about your dress? Okay, I have no problem ruining any aesthetics of my wedding whatsoever. If we have a food fight with the cake, if my makeup gets destroyed because I'm crying Mm -hmm. all day, if my dress looks disgusting, if there's something bothering me, like, texture-wise, or I feel that I'm not clean or something, like, obviously that would be an issue. But aside from that, I'm okay if I don't look perfect. As long as in the photos I look like I had the time of my life, that's what I'm going to cherish, you know? How do you feel like your threshold is for, like, your day being ruined? Like, do you feel like... Pretty high. You can handle a lot of things I can handle almost anything going And still be perfectly happy. Really? As long... I mean, as long as I... Me and my friends are having a good time. If someone up and dies on my wedding day, that's not going to be good. (laughs) Like, I think my threat... I don't think... I don't think anyone... I mean, up until the point someone dies, I think I'll be good. Wow. That's a high threshold. Also, I I do really want to get married outside in a meadow. So what if it... What if it rained? What I'm thinking, and I haven't been explicit about this on the podcast, I would like to get married in a meadow... And then I would like mm-hmm. to have a, a the reception on a boat. Yep. So the yep. weather situation for both of those things, needs it to needs be good. to be absolutely perfect. Oh, that's that is tough. tough. That is tough. And if it rains, I mean, I feel the same way. If it rained, I'd kill myself. Yeah, no, like, no, that's easy. true. I would kill myself. That is actually true. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. But other than weather, we're I pretty think good. We're pretty good. Oh, oh, this yeah. is what I was going to say. Yes. I want to talk about drinking. Are you willing to get shit-faced drunk on your wedding? Or, like, how do you feel about I alcohol? I have thought about it enough. I, I have thought about it so much, and I don't know where I stand. 
I don't know where I. Stand. I don't want to wake up hungover, hungover, but I want to have the best time of my life, and I think that alcohol would play into that. Yeah. No one's gonna pressure you on your wedding day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna feel it. I think you're gonna I get the I vibe. I think you're gonna get like I don't want to be fucked up right now, so I'm not gonna take another shot with you guys. And no one's gonna pressure you to do that, and everyone's still gonna be fucked up around you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have a really hard time though with like not. I, I think I associate alcohol with celebrating so mm-hmm. much that I think I would have a really hard time not drinking on things like I really want to have like a boat day or I really want to have like because yeah. our bridesmaids or like bridal party and everything will be like leading right. up to the what and it's like the champagne or the like those things that like mm-hmm. I want to do but it also it causes so much bloating for me and like throwing up and like so many things that like I absolutely do not want to be fucking yeah. with near my wedding and you're just going to be concerned about it like the whole time yeah I think I'm literally gonna have to be sober like for my entire like wedding week <laughs> and wedding maybe not my wedding I think I could probably let loose I just don't want to like I don't want to get hard. sick, which I always get yeah. sick when I drink. I don't want to wait. I don't even want to wake up the next morning and be hungover. Yeah. Like, do, how do you feel about that? Would you want to no. be hungover the day after your Absolutely wedding? Absolutely not. But I will be. Yeah, I guess we will be. Okay, so to end, since we've been talking about so much about us and how we want our weddings and how we've, I would say, mildly excluded the men in our lives, but. it's not really their day it's our day it's not their day um but they did have some some choice words to say to us in regards to a recent tiktok trend and i'm sure you know the one it's the one that's like Mm -hmm. i can't we we should play the sound no it's like it is it's like it's like what season are you and it's like i'm absolutely assured that you know the one we'll put it on the stories you'll get it what color did you get from nathaniel i got a beige oh god so I almost <laughs> slit my wrist. So I was like, are you kidding me? Imagine but you ask so, your boyfriend, I mean, what color am I? And he says, beige. He literally said beige. Gross. I was like, beige? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, like an off-white. And I'm like, off-white? <laughs> like when a dog pees on a carpet, off-white? No. No, but I mean, it's true. I'm very much into the neutrals. Like, I get it. Yeah. But God, that sucks. I get where he's coming from, but like ouchy what color was yours colton said lavender what about your food uh he said pasta (laughs) so i'm not feeling super good and then he specified linguine (laughs) which is so interesting because i i don't think i've ever had a linguine noodle in front of him i don't know if he even knows what linguine is he knows what linguine is i'm not gonna say he's not smart but colton told me i'd be a taquito that is fucking funny and very right (laughs) That is that very was the on one brand. that he answered like immediately. He was like taquito. <laughs> that is taquito. so funny. I was I was waiting for Nathan to say olive for oh, me. Oh, so true. He kept so true. I was like, bitch, I am an olive. So I'm a, true. I'm a chilled olive in your fucking refrigerator, and you know it. Oh, that's that's. But he didn't come up correct. with that. That's correct. He was having a hard time because he kept saying things that he just thought that I liked mm, and yeah, I'm like right you really but it's have who to, it's I more am than that. it's the encapsulation it's of my soul so like exactly. that's different yeah and the encapsulation of my soul is a fucking linguine noodle right kill me cursed anyway y'all um sorry if you've been offended by anything we've said <laughs> Yeah, hopefully you <laughs> stuck around because let us know how you're feeling. Get the feelers out for this episode. Get them out. Um, and we'll see you next week as always. <laughs>